When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1647, with me, your host, Greg Audino. Thank you so much for joining once again as we look to help out one of your fellow listeners with a question about their own relationships. This is actually coming from someone who has sent in a question before, which I'm really grateful for. It's definitely a longer question, too, so be sure to listen closely. There's a lot to get through, though, so let's hear what's on his mind and do what we can to help as we optimize your life. I recently broke up with someone I'd been dating for almost a year. It was the first relationship I've been in where I felt truly loved by someone. I knew he was really down for me and would do anything for me. But sometimes it felt like there was a darker side to him that consumed him when he got triggered. He never took accountability for his mistakes, and if I brought up something that hurt me somehow, it would turn into a fight because he was always on defense. He didn't like hearing that his actions, whether intentional or not, could have hurt me. He started to hold resentment in these situations and would do small things to retaliate, including dishonesty and betrayal. Towards the end of our relationship, I started to feel like his opponent in a competition or game that I never chose to participate in. I was always nervous to share my worries and insecurities because I knew it could trigger him into saying something hurtful and result in a fight. I would push my own stuff to the side and try to calm situations down in order to find common ground, all at the expense of my own feelings and disregarding my own hurt just to make him feel better in order to not fight anymore. I know I didn't get to speak on all the loving things he does, and there are many. At the end of the day, I love him, and I know he really, really loves me, and he would do anything for me. I'm not perfect either, but I never have the mentality to get back at someone I love if I see something I don't like. I'm also very quick to apologize if someone is upset. How do I stop feeling guilty for choosing myself this time? And how do I stop feeling guilty for missing him? I'm worried that I may not have given him enough of a chance to show me his growth. Near the end of our relationship, he got a gym membership, started to take his career seriously, and started to prioritize other friendships and hobbies outside of our relationship. I can recognize that those are all very good things to feel more confident in oneself and more secure, but is it enough to change his behavior in our relationship? Where do I fit into that equation? I do think that there's a possibility of us reconnecting if he just worked on himself a bit more. But how do I make sure he's done the work and that we won't fall into that cycle again? And also, when would be a good time to check in on him? I just don't want to give up on this or feel like I failed at this. 
I'm hoping that he realizes he's lost something really good in someone who really loved and supported him. Okay, and thank you so much for sending this one in, Asker. I appreciate you really letting your feelings out here and painting a vivid picture of what you felt the two of you each brought to the relationship and the troubles that you faced together. And, you know, your initial email included specific stories that really showcased the grievances that you're sharing. I could go through those and create this exhaustive list of reasons that support your decision to end this relationship and, you know, why his behavior was unacceptable. But it seems you're already well aware of how you've been mistreated and why it was in your best interest to end things. Um, And these episodes should really never be like ex-bashing fests anyway. That's not what we're here to do. Uh, The reason being, well, there are many, but mostly because this is not about him. It's not about our exes. It's about you. And that may sound obvious, but I want to mention it because based on the contents of your email, I worry that you might be leaving yourself behind when it comes to how you're experiencing the aftermath of this relationship, as well as your vision for a future with this person or someone else. I'm, I worry that there's just a little too much accommodation on your part. Let's consider your guilt, for example. You asked how you can stop feeling guilty for choosing yourself this time. You also mentioned being quick to apologize if you make someone upset. As you probably know by now, this particular selflessness is, is only masquerading as something that is helpful to you. You can be quick to apologize if you make someone upset, but you are placed into a stalemate when the person in question makes you feel as though you are solely responsible for their emotional well-being. Of course, it's his own troubles and his strained relationship with himself that's at the center of all the fights he picks with you, just like you said. But if you're constantly apologizing, then you are reinforcing the idea that it is indeed you who is at the center, you who has done something wrong and is somehow indebted to him. So naturally, you'll feel guilty for choosing yourself because you're both tailoring you to take full responsibility for his feelings. And certainly you might overextend yourself in this way for the first person that you felt loved by. But consider some of the language you've used here today. When do you check in on him? You hope that he realizes he's lost something good. Where do you fit into the equation? You made a healthy decision in leaving him, but these thoughts and ideas are still putting you in a reactive position. You know, you're, you're, you're making yourself out to be a, a pawn meant to serve his needs instead of your own. You'll have to realize that your ability to give and receive healthy love cannot be fully unleashed until you stop making yourself out to be a piece in someone else's puzzle. And I think That's the real work for you to turn your focus towards. I can't speak to the qualities of this man or your relationship with him that make you feel as though you love him. You know, maybe you're prone to loving and wanting to save those who can't seem to get out of their own way, even if they've displayed what seem to be good intentions. Or maybe this is the first time you felt as if someone really was willing to do it all for you. And the intoxication of that makes it so difficult to truly let go of all of the bad even after taking the massive leap of initiating a breakup. I don't know. But you do, I do know that you haven't failed at this. Sometimes love is not enough, and you have to give up. 
And certainly relationships are not worth sticking with just because of their high points or the potential that you see in someone to change. The bedrock of this relationship was extremely unhealthy. You were right in taking note of that and acting accordingly. And as time passes and those memories, you know, might fade a little bit, I hope that you won't forget how difficult things were when considering whether or not to give this man another shot. Maybe he does love you and wants to do everything for you, just like you said, but he obviously can't just yet. And being that that's the case, the best thing that both of you can do as people that allegedly love one another is to let go. That's a transcendent act of love. To not subject either of yourselves to what is clearly holding you both back from the intrapersonal and interpersonal love that you would want one another to have. And look, maybe you do find your way back to one another. It's a tough idea to entertain right now, just as it's a tough idea for me to deliver, because we don't want to get wrapped up in it so much. We don't want to get so wrapped up in hope over this idea that we don't take space for ourselves. But yeah, the truth is that there are times in which even horrific relationships die and are later reanimated when the time is right. It always can happen. But I really firmly believe that you run a risk of not fully releasing this relationship if you actively check in on him and try to assess when he's done enough self-work that the relationship may function better. Waiting for that to happen and monitoring it is likely a lot more damaging to you than being willing to be pleasantly surprised if and when that does happen and it just happens to smack you in the face. Yes. It might happen, but that doesn't mean that you can or should try to control it. That doesn't mean that you did not do the right thing in breaking up. That does not mean that you are indebted to him. That does not mean that you failed. That does not mean that he is in fact your person. And these are the ideas that I worry are holding you down. And if you agree that they are, then I might conclude by recommending that You look at this relationship and its place in your life from uh, sort of a bird's eye view. That is to say, consider the role that this relationship plays in the grand scheme of your life. It was one year, your first love. I'm assuming you have a lot of life left to go. As you think about this relationship and how the weight of it might stack up against everything that lies before you, what do you suppose its true value is? What is the lesson that it's supposed to teach you at this young age? Which of your own shortcomings has it exposed? And what can you do right now to move into a better direction instead of backpedaling? How will, how will you in 10 or 20 years or even on your deathbed feel about this relationship and how you're handling it all? Does this love truly match the love that you feel you'll experience in your most beautiful relationship? Is this it? Do you really feel Like, this is how the story begins with your person. Ask yourself questions like these to sharpen your perspective on this relationship and of this stage of life and what might be next to come based on the actions you take in this moment. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And thanks so much to the asker for sending in this question and continuing to trust us and, of course, doing a great job of trusting himself as well. I hope you found this response helpful and that it provided something for everyone out there listening to take home with them and apply to their own relationships, either with themselves or others, or of course both. Now, if you have a question of your own that you would like to send in, you are more than welcome to do so as we look forward to reintroducing the Q&A episodes from time to time on ORD. Whatever is on your mind, you can email it to me at advice at oldpodcast.com, reach out at advice at oldpodcast.com, and you will definitely get a response that I promise you. You are more than welcome to reach out there with feedback as well, or just to say hi. Don't be shy. I love hearing from you guys. And helping out where and when I can. So that'll do it for today, everyone. Again, I hope you found this episode helpful. I thank you for sticking around until the end. And do be sure to come on back tomorrow for both our regularly scheduled Sunday show in addition to our weekly bonus episode. That's where your optimal life awaits.